0: This is the Goal Crush Podcast, a resource for setting, approaching, and achieving personal goals, where your co-hosts, Margaret and Christy, share their experience crushing and crashing their way towards success, and sometimes failure, to inspire and encourage personal growth in your everyday life. You're listening to episode six, Planning a Vacation. Hey, Margaret.
1: Hey, Christy. How are you?
0: I'm good. It's so good to chat with you.
1: I am very excited to tell you this week about what I crushed.
0: Oh my God, I, I think you should be extra excited because we've literally put off recording for a full week. Like, Oh we yeah, so I've had been
1: like <laughs> saving this up because I knew it was perfect and I couldn't wait to tell you about it. And you're right, we have been putting this off. We <laughs> were going to record on Monday
0: and then we were going to record on Thursday and today is actually a Saturday.
1: Yeah, both of us had various <laughs> issues. It was a long...
0: It, i I'd been sick, you had things going on, like... Yeah. Exactly, so I'm excited to hear what you did.
1: Yes. So... If you remember from the bucket list episode, I put vote on every election on my bucket list. And on February 12th was a single issue Spokane County election. Um, On what? on funding more firefighters and police officers. So, oh, I mean, that's a good one. It's a good one. And I completely knew how I was going to vote on it, but I just didn't think about I didn't worry about taking like voting early, Washington votes by mail or you drop off your ballot and uh the one of their ballot boxes around including one that's like a block away from my office, so I was just mm-hmm. going to walk it over at lunch. Except on February 12th, we had a snow day. Spokane got like... was that
0: the day that it was due too?
1: In Washington and in Spokane County specifically, because I don't know if it's different counties, uh, ballots have to either be turned into a ballot box by 8 p.m. or postmarked on the day of the election. So, but I was worried that the mailman wasn't going to come around because, again, we got like eight inches of snow. So I grabbed my ballot and my (laughs) snowshoes and I walked to a ballot box with my snowshoes and eight inches of snow so that I could vote in this election. Oh, I'm so impressed.
0: That's so impressive. Like, I miss local elections sometimes. I think that, that a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons why you made it a, a goal. Um, so I think it's important that you d- took those extra steps, even in the snow, to fund the firefighters.
1: Well, and that's exactly it. It's, it is these little elections, the local stuff that I knew – And things like snow days that just makes you think, oh, it's one thing that's just too hard to get to. And that's why I put it on the list, and it's why I committed and voted on February 12th this year.
0: Congratulations. You're such an amazing citizen.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
0: I think you're a great citizen. Um, So what I did, I think that we did mention this last episode, but I crossed one of my New Year's resolutions off. Also an item off my 40 before 40 bucket list A big one. I went to Palm Springs with my sister. How was it? Yes. It was great. It was not as hot as we were expecting it to be just because, you know, global warming has really fucked shit up. And it was like in the 60s, which is really abnormal for any time of year in Palm Springs. So it was like upper 60s. I mean, no, not upper 60s. (laughs) Upper 50s, low 60s. But one day it was like 65 and we did make it a pool day. Good. Good. We had had bottomless mimosas at brunch, so we were, like, okay with the fact that it was 65 and sunny and beautiful, and we made it pool weather. Well,
1: (laughs) and the fact that it was sunny is such a huge part of that, too, I'm guessing, from the Portland gray February. Like, the sun itself is – that is a treat. Yes,
0: it's a really important thing. And when I moved back to Portland in – when was that? November. (laughs) (laughs) November, after being away for two years, um, away from the gray, I knew that it was going to be important for me every winter to get out of the city. And so this was that, me putting that into effect, getting out of the city and also getting to go somewhere new. And you were right. I loved Palm Springs. Knew you would. It was so just right up my alley. There were lots of great vintage shops, lots of great browsing.
1: Such good Um, architecture and like so unique and it has such a vibe to it.
0: Oh the vibe was so good. And we stayed at this little hotel. It was a new boutique hotel. So it was sort of affordable, but not like the fanciest, but nice enough. Mm-hmm. Instagrammable, which is Important on my list of things I like. They had like a photo booth. Um it was it was going to be my sister really she has a really high-stress job. Um and so she needed to really have a relaxing and restoring vacation. So it was just what we needed. But we're actually going to talk about planning vacations today, so I'll probably get to talk a little bit more about this.
1: Yes, it's a perfect lead-in to what we're talking about today, which I have to say, you are an expert at how to plan an excellent vacation.
0: So are you. So are you. Let's go ahead and get into it.
1: Okay, sounds good. Talking about planning a vacation, how did you start planning your trip to Palm Springs?
0: Oh my gosh, let's just drop right in. Yeah. Um, this was, I think it's really important to figure out um, why you're going on vacation, which you spoke of earlier um, when we weren't recording.
1: <laughs> and then you told me to be quiet until we were recording. Exactly.
0: So this is, something, I just want to make it sound like my idea Then why are we going on vacation because <laughs> We wanted to start uh, off talking today about why you're going on vacation, but you came up with that question for us to talk about, so I just wanted to make sure you got
1: credit. Thanks. Well, I think that's <laughs> that's usually where I start with my vacation planning, at least for me. Whys tend to be really motivating, so that's... Yes,
0: yes. And, like, the why for this vacation was really um, a big reason behind why, we went, why I went on vacation. Um, as I mentioned in the opening, my sister has a really stressful job, like... So stressful. And her boss had told her, you have to take a four-day weekend in Q1. Well, it's not Q1 for her, but whatever. Q1 for all of us that work in the real world. She works in a school.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would be winter break for other people, maybe, Exactly. No,
0: between winter break and spring break, she was told she had to take a four-day weekend because they just don't take time off. Mm -hmm. And I had been talking about wanting to go to Palm Springs. And I was like, this is the perfect thing. This is it. Let's go to Palm Springs and not do anything while we're there. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, let's have a vacation that's about relaxing versus, like, let's go on an adventure because lots of my sister and I – lots of the vacations my sister and I go on are these, like, jam-packed filled events. So, you know, we decided that we wanted to go to Palm Springs to relax, and and that's really why we went, and it was so much fun. But I think it's, you know, on a wider scale – there's so many reasons why to go on vacation, oh, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I tend to find myself planning vacations around activities or experiences that I want to have that are only capable of being done there. I mean, it's a classic example, but, you know, going to see the Mona Lisa. You could only see the Mona Lisa in Paris at the Louvre, so that you're going to have to travel to do it. But there, that's a lot of –
0: Honestly, never thought of things like that. Oh, really? See, that's. Always- <laughs> I yeah, i never thought of that. I always think of the place. Oh. I'm very, I'm very location oriented. I'm like, much more experience based. Like almost all of my like bucket list travel items are places, mm-hmm. like Greece, Thailand, Palm Springs, Florida. For some reason, <laughs> <laughs> Early when I really want to go to Florida. But like, I guess Grand Canyon was one that was yeah. more of like a. Yeah, you know, and only this experience, but it was still sort of a place. Yeah, and I think versus a, an experience. I
1: think a lot of places can overlap like that. Yellowstone was another one of those when we went yeah. there on our road trip. Like I think Oh both... man,
0: our ill-fated road trip. Oh, that was
1: well planned, but did not turn out well.
0: <laughs> I know, right? I mean, okay, so let's let's unpack that a little bit right now. Yeah. I know we've always said we're gonna unpack that at some point. Oh, this Maybe is this good is a good time to do it. Yeah. So the why behind that vacation. I had um, an event. Can I call it an event? <laughs> an experience. I feel an like- experience <laughs> that I had to go to in um, Wyoming. This event slash experience was a road trip slash funeral <laughs> that my grandparents had planned before their death <laughs> that we would zigzag across the state of Wyoming with their ashes and um, – in, like, a caravan of family members.
1: There is so much about this that should have known it was going to fail. I know.
0: Remember? I, I think I might have said this on the podcast, before, but I'm just going to say it again because it's such a great punchline. Uh, before I went, I was like, I'm either going to come back from this experience and be like, oh, my God, when I die, I'd like my family to travel around the globe <laughs> and, you know, and enjoy their lives while celebrating me. Or I'm going to be like, just throw me in, like, a dumpster. And I, to this day, do not care what you do with my body. <laughs> I came back and was like, "Burn it, bury it. I don't know, like donate it to science. I don't care. Like I do not want to put any pressure on my family because it was a very difficult experience that we then bookended with a two-week road trip.
1: Yeah, because we kept wasn't thinking wasn't
0: the best idea.
1: <laughs> no, because and of course we're like, oh, I'd never been to Yellowstone. It seemed I was going to be there, and it's really not. In the grand scheme of things, it's not that far from where I was living in Idaho. So, like exactly, uh, and like we, you could just drive down and then yeah. I'd hop. We'd beat up.
0: It sounded like the greatest idea ever.
1: And we were gonna do all of these things that were both like things we wanted to do. We went. We were planning on going to Boise for a couple days because I, the time was like that might be where I move for my next job.
0: We we're gonna go to Crater Lake. Oh yeah, we've we been, and that was on a list somewhere. Yeah, I like know. I wanted I to it, go.
1: I think it was. Your, was it on your thirty by thirty? <gasps> it
0: was. This was before I was thirty, and and um. The Crater Lake, the Crater Lake, Crater Lake was on my 3430 bucket list. Yeah. So we had the best lake plans. We we thought it was just a good opportunity. I'd already be somewhere. We'd meet up and we'd tag some time onto it. Um, we did not realize how emotionally and physically <laughs> exhausted I would be after the family caravan and how that would affect the energy of our trip.
1: Right. Well, and Yellowstone um. is not like... As we've discussed before, you are not a camper or a hiker under really great circumstances. And Yeah, this the was... best of
0: circumstances. <laughs> and it's this... not that something I enjoy doing. No.
1: And, so, and Yellowstone is not like
0: car camping in I the mean, summer. It is in the in peak July summer, like August, it was still like twenty six degrees at night.
1: Yeah. And I mean I'm still like, yeah, it was car camping, because like <gasps> I'm like <laughs> yeah. He like this was an easy camping, and I'm like,
0: it was horrible. It was awful. We were in campgrounds where it
1: was cold. It was cold, and it definitely <laughs> rained some. And I will say this: we I will start take a sn- fire. I will take snow any day of the You're week a over and rain. You couldn't even start a fire. Okay? I know
0: it was very. I know that that's like a stereotype and everything, but like it was bad. We couldn't get a fire started for like the life of us. Ugh. It was so
1: yeah all i wanted was a campfire with some fucking s'mores okay <laughs> oh and a hot toddy do you remember do you see how
0: like i'm still like physically i get a reaction to talking about this yeah vacation
1: but it because, was okay because we planned i think it we should well.
0: pull it back to like yeah where because, we went wrong in planning it
1: <laughs> well because what we did well is we planned where we were going to stay we planned out some activities, like certain things that we were going to do in Yellowstone. We had
0: spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets. Yeah. But we also
1: sense. left things f- flexible. Like, I thought we yeah. did a really good job of allowing opportunity to c- kind of come into it. Because you shouldn't overplan a vacation. That's We
0: planned meals because we were camping. Yeah. You know, we planned an Airbnb so that we could have a break between camping.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, <sighs> like, we thought this all out. I planned out where we'd drive. Like, all of this stuff. What we really didn't plan well was the emotional parts of the trip. We'd also never traveled together. That was true. That was our first time. Which, you know,
0: the first time you travel with someone, it is sort of an important marker in your friendship or relationship to understand for the dynamics. And, like, this was a really, uh, it was a road trip across several states. You know, there weren't beds
1: (laughs) most nights. (laughs) Again, the things Christy focuses on.
0: So, like, it was a stressful thing for me. And so I probably wasn't at my best.
1: Yeah. During this trip, <laughs> no, I think that's fair, and we hadn't thought about how hard that two weeks for y- before we met up was going to be for you, and yeah, it was and, a lot, yeah. like a and lot. like there is lots of
0: energy that goes into driving six or eight hours a day, yeah, and walking through a monsoon for two hours. Oh my god, yes. Well, well, going to see a geyser without a raincoat.
1: <laughs> I will put up the picture of us <laughs> soaked through, but I do have it in my office, and because I like that picture of us
0: it was a great story but experiencing that was not as fun as the story no
1: and that was a lot of what came out of that road trip was really good stories that aren't necessarily like oh my god we had such a great time I think it was more of like we're still friends oh my god people would ask me how it was going and I think I kept telling them about you trying to do your hair
0: what I tried to do, do my hair
1: you did try to do your hair while we were in Yellowstone
0: like, with a straightener? Yes. What?
1: <laughs> are you
0: kidding me? I even think that's insane. But, I mean, like, you guys, are, I get sprained my wrist before, I, while well, I was with my family. I had, like, a tooth infection. Oh, I think it was you were just, It was really bad. Yeah. And I love to travel, and I'm pretty flexible when traveling. And it was, I think that you just have to prepare the why behind a trip, and make sure everyone's on the same page, and be willing to understand when a vacation does not go as planned.
1: Right. And I think that that's one of the things that, as I've said before, like, that experience was one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast with you. Neither of us were at our best, and both of us had some really hard moments during that trip. And overall, we were kind and gracious to each other, so yay for us! We were, we were, we're, I mean, I
0: think, well, we came home early. Yes. We cut it short. Um, When we were in Boise, I literally... Stayed in our Airbnb for the full 48 hours. Like, I didn't leave. No, I think you, went, you went to the off, grocery store ed- once with me. You adventured on your own. You're right. I did leave once. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm glad that you remembered that. <laughs> I didn't. We watched, like, 14 hours of television. We watched Sensei. You should do it. Excellent um, show. We loved it. <laughs> and um, it was...
1: We ate cookie dough. I mean, it we, was about as relaxing and indulgent as we could make the middle of that trip. (laughs) They make Boise. (laughs) I know. Also, I didn't end up moving to Boise. (laughs) Okay, so like,
0: let's go back to the actual planning of the trip. The things that we did that did actually turn out well. Yes. Right? Like the tools we used to make sure that everything that we needed to be done beforehand could be done. I think actually instead of – we didn't use a spreadsheet for this one. We used a Trello board.
1: We used a Trello board, which worked really well. I actually liked Trello a lot for planning that trip.
0: Yeah, so we – I think a really important part, like an actual task – or a tool to use when planning a vacation with multiple people that are in different locations. I do this with my sister too, is to set up sort of some shared cloud document. Whether it be, I mean, like I'm much more, I, I do prefer a Google spreadsheet now, like a Google sheet versus Trello. But it's a place where you can track things like what days you're going to be in different locations. Yes. Because we did that, because it was a road trip, because we, so we would say, these days we're going to be in the Tetons. These days we're moving on to Boise. Here we're going to go ahead and um, make it to Crater Lake. Since we're going to be in these, and and so that was one tab. And another tab is like, all right, for these dates, where are we staying? Yeah. And finding, you know, uh, lodging. It was a lodging, it was a fucking tent. Lodging. (laughs)
1: But we stayed at a couple, we stayed at two different campgrounds in Yellowstone, or three, I can't remember. But we moved around like we, we too much. We moved around too much. <laughs> yeah, that probably was one of our failings and <laughs> all of that. Well, mm-hmm. and I don't. But again, like what we did well was we said where we were going to be. We planned ahead for the parts that we needed to. Yellowstone technically has campgrounds that are available day of, but that's impossible to get into. So that's not
0: how I roll. No. I'm sorry. And it
1: stressed me out. So we made sure that we, and that was one of my conditions. We made sure we, we knew where we were staying every night. like And it was
0: reserved yeah. and that we had everything. And like, I think that planning a vacation, it's, a process so first you can so you can decide the dates and then you can decide the locations and then you can decide lodging as you figure it out. And like we found the Airbnb and you can book them all separately or as you need to. Yeah. And then you can really get into the details and you can decide is this something we need to have like a hard plan every day? Because I've done vacations like that. Where, when my sister came to visit when I was living in Toronto, and we, um, she she was there for a week, and we were like, okay, we're going to Niagara Falls this day, we're going to Montreal on these days, we're going to explore downtown Toronto on this day, we're going, you know, like, and making those plans, or being like, we're going to be in this block of time, here's like five things we could do on those five days, or not.
1: Yeah, and I've done it both ways, when I went, Mm -hmm, me too I went to Rome with a really good friend, and we did it basically, we planned we had a planned activity for half of every day. Like we're going to the Vatican this day and we bought t- t- tour tickets for that. We went on a ghost tour. we had tickets for that. you know, but like we planned activities that we knew we wanted to do, but planned them in such a way that we still had time for let's just go wander around Rome now or like s- sit and eat as much gelato as we want. Um, But I think that's exactly it. You need to figure it out. Like your trip for Palm Springs, you and your sister wanted to relax. So you actually chose where you were staying to facilitate that.
0: Yes. We made sure, specifically for this vacation, I mean, this was one of the least planned vacations we've ever done, my sister and I. Um, We travel a lot together. um, We like each other. Now, (laughs) that wasn't always the case. Um, Shout out, hi, Ames. Um, That, you know... We have planned ourselves to the bone before for our vacations, and I think for that, for this case, we literally were, we booked a hotel and we're like, we're going to be there for four days. We didn't look. I mean, we sort of looked at restaurants. I mean, I read a few blog posts. Like it was so laissez faire. We just rolled in, and in the didn't morning you go to the same. Up,
1: didn't you go to the same diner several times? Uh, did you see my highlights on oh, of that? Of course I and saw your Instagram highlights.
0: story. I live vlogged this greasy spoon <laughs> we went to. Um, Billy Reeds. <laughs> and um, Palm Springs, I guess it's a local institution for, like, blue hairs. And we, when we rolled into Palm Springs, like, we literally... Didn't know where we were going to eat for anything. And sometimes, like, for some vacations, you're like, I want to eat at this restaurant. I'm going to oh, go here. I'm my family
1: plans trips around restaurants all the time. Exactly. So it's,
0: yeah. it, it was just a different style of vacation we went on for Palm Springs. We rolled in and we, we we checked in early. They let us check in early, which was surprising. Then we asked the front desk, like, what is the closest restaurant to this building? <laughs> Because I was getting hangry. I'd had to, like, wait for her. And, like, it was, I was just, I wasn't getting, but I kept telling my sister, I'm like, I'm not in a bad mood, but if I don't eat soon, I could be. (laughs) I like the fair warning there. I know, right? And so, and they were, like, there were two people at the front desk. And the person was like, oh, Billy, we drive next door. And this guy was like, you don't want to go there.
1: (laughs) They don't know you at all.
0: You don't want to go there. It's not very, like, fresh. And I don't feel like it's. The cuisine is something that is worthwhile for you if you're on vacation. And I was like, what? I was like, (laughs) you know, and he said he was like, I just feel like something's probably just come out of a bag. And I was like, okay. (laughs) No judgment here. And my sister and I were like, we're just going next door. We're going to go. And it was their menu. I'll share a picture of the menu because I took one. It – is basic, It was like a Bible. It had like a million things for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and dessert. And so we went for lunch. And then we went back for dinner because we're like, Meh. <laughs> And then our final day, we went for breakfast because we wanted to make sure we went for every meal.
1: Very nice. I do like that you got the full range of their menu in.
0: And I think that, you know, on some vacations, going to the same place twice feels like a waste of energy, time, money. Other vacations, you know, it's not about using all of your energy or all your money because it was actually a super affordable diner sort of vibe. Um, it wasn't about like a memorable experience. It was about something easy, good, somewhat affordable because you are both on budgets, nearby, so we could still relax at our hotel. It you have to have your priorities figured yeah. out, and you know, you can still be go by the seat of your pants and have culinary experiences if. That's what you're looking for on your vacation,
1: but that's not what we were going for. We were going like we really want to just be like, what's close? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you were so clear before you went that your goal was to relax and read a book by the pool. Yeah, I I finished a book. Yay! Um,
0: I could have used that at like at the, our beginning if I hadn't done bigger and better things. Yes, but I finished a nonfiction book. That's awesome. What did you read? Um, it's called The Ice Queen by Alice Hoffman. She's the um author of Practical Magic and yeah. those books. So it has like a magical undertone. Not my favorite book that's ever existed, but i it's the first book I finished of the year because I've started reading like four nonfiction books and my brain
1: didn't want to finish them. Hey, you read a book and sat by a pool. You accomplished what you wanted on exactly. that vacation. so I
0: did that. So I think that um, you just have to know what you want from your vacation and that's important when you're planning it. Yeah. Like how much you actually need to plan it.
1: Right? If you're going – so I went to L.A. in August, to, a little bit to see my family, a little bit because it was my mom's 60th birthday, and, like, one of my to-dos while I was there was to go to the Broad because I really wanted to see the Infinity Rooms. uh right. Oh, so worth it. We should go to L.A. at some point. I
0: really – you know that it was in Toronto while I was there, and I didn't see it, and I feel like a
1: failure? Oh, it just gives you an excuse to go to L.A. Um. And like I I've always wanted to see them. I'd read about them a lot. I like art a lot. Art's oftentimes one of the reasons I travel. And so like They're so fancy. I live I love
0: art too. My my bachelor's degree is not in history. But I don't like travel for art anymore. Well I'm I think not part of it is brow.
1: that well, part of it is I live in a place that doesn't have a lot of art. So it motivates True. me to like go places but oh my mom and i totally like we killed planning that portion of the trip like the broad Bro, the road is free but their tickets have to be reserved we were yeah, the yeah and we reserved the very like earliest tickets you could we got in line like 20 30 minutes early because if you're there early enough you can just go straight into the infinity rooms instead of getting on the waiting list because it's like they only let a few people in at a time it's a whole thing but no we killed it we like walked in walked right into the first infinity room had the whole experience, got to walk upstairs to the second infinity room, had that experience, and then looked at the rest of the art. So there was an example of that needed – the fact that we planned that really – like with a lot of structure worked really well because it meant we got the experience. Yeah.
0: I think that um, another thing to consider when planning a vacation, and I think it's super important, is like your budget. Oh, absolutely. And making sure you're on the same page as everyone else on vacation because there's nothing quite as – Um, uncomfortable or um, disenchanting as being on someone that's on vacation that wasn't honest about like what they could afford. Mm -hmm. And then they make a huge deal out of like not being able to afford certain things when really it's not a big deal. If someone can't afford certain things on vacation, I'm okay with not doing those things or like working around that in a way Mm -hmm. to make it possible that we all enjoy ourselves. Yes. But like if People can't if, – like, if you have this idea that you're going on this vacation and you saved up, like, $1,500, you know, per day, like, whatever. That's not how I roll. But maybe you do. <laughs> you know, you have, like, thousands of dollars to spend and, like, you have all these ideas and you show up and your friends are there and someone doesn't and, like, they were on board and you didn't have these discussions about budget. It can be a disaster waiting to happen. I've been to some bigger, like, events, like, bachelorette parties or, like – When you go to Las Vegas and, like, everyone's not on the same page.
1: Yeah. And I think destination weekends, you know, bachelorette parties, like, get-togethers with old friends, that those really can fall into that kind of thing real, real easily. And don't be a dick about money.
0: Yeah. Like, I've been in situations where, like, people don't know how to talk about money in an empathetic way. And expect a lot from people when they shouldn't expect it. Bachelorettes. Yo. People planning bachelorette parties. Stop expecting insane things yeah. from bridesmaids. Like, stop expecting. Like, we're already spending a shit ton of money here. Like, and it can be. Like, I went to a bachelorette in San Diego, which was so much fun. It was so good. But there was, you know, the, one of the people in charge was spending money wildly out of control like Mm. wildly out of control and then and not not you know asking anybody about that money and then expecting people for her to pay her for what she was doing oh that doesn't work for like she was investing in things and then being like guys i spent this much money i need you all to forward me 150 dollars right now like in venmo and like just like saying like jump you know, and expecting us to be like, how hi when we're all like, nah. No. I mean, you know, like and we did it because, you know, we didn't want to stir drama. And but it was ugh. It was that's and awkward I had the money and sucks. at the time, thank God. You know? Yeah. And it was and everyone did sort of have the money. We're older now, so thank God. But it was like if you're in charge of a vacation of any kind and you're expecting other people to pull money. Make sure you're including them in decisions on things that you're expecting them to pay for.
1: Yeah. Set the budget ahead of time. Whatever that is. If you guys are renting a house together, like, say... Everyone on the same page. Yeah. Like, and again, and you can figure out ways to make it work. Renting a house is a great example. You know, if two people want to share a room and they pay less than, like, someone who gets their own room or whatever. But this all comes to communication, and I think particularly... I feel like a lot of our travel right now is with our friends. Yes. Yeah,
0: we are in, like, I mean, you're in a relationship. I'm not. So this isn't, like, couples planning. It's, like, no, like, planning vacation with people in your life that aren't your significant other. Because I think that could be a lot easier. One person can take charge, and the other person's just like, I showed up, Yeah, you know? Whereas, like, planning with friends is a lot more complicated.
1: Right? Well, I think, like, we both travel with our families a lot, too. And largely, I mean... Usually, it's pretty clear what I'm responsible for now, and within traveling with my family, which is not often that much.
0: Me too. I'm sort of I'm the baby, so I feel like sometimes when I'm traveling with family, they don't expect much
1: from me. Other <laughs> yeah, didn't show up. Well, like when I was in LA that same trip, part of it was all of my mom's family was in Pasadena to see her mom, so all of her si- siblings and stuff like that, and they. Like, the older generation, my aunts and uncles and my mom, would just pay for meals when we were out because that's, like, they'd work it out amongst themselves and not include my brother and I. So I just, at one point when we went out to one dinner, I just paid for the, like, I went up to the bathroom halfway through the meal and paid for everything because then I was like, okay, done. Taking care of that. Such
0: an adult. Such an adult. I can't wait to pull that flex. I've never done it. Yeah. Maybe I'm feeling bad that maybe I've never pulled that flex, but... I mean, I'd like to.
1: Right, and I can feel comfortable with where I am with like my finances and everything. And it wasn't like and it, my brother and my brother I think paid me back for half of it or something. He and I worked it out. But it was just kind of like we tried to contribute to family outings during that course of that portion where we were there with all of our aunts and uncles. And no one would really let us. And it was like, this is both sweet, but not acknowledging who we are in this like situation. We're in our 30s.
0: Yeah, I, I want to touch base on a uh, another vacation I went on recently that was really, really successful. It was a girl's trip with some friends from high school. We went to Sedona in Arizona. Oh, that looked like and such a good trip. It was such a good trip. And it was with people that I don't necessarily talk to too often anymore, but I have a really solid foundation in our friendship, and it's three women, and from the very beginning, you know, first we had to decide where to go, and so we had lots of discussion around that, and we we decided on where to go. You know, and it was mm-hmm. a, it, it's a first step. It's <laughs> just a first step. And then um, we did talk about our budget, right? Like, how many days do we want to go? Like, I was like, I'm sort of wanting to spend less than $1,500 total, you know? like Yeah, but you communicated. I was, I was flying from Toronto, so we wanted to find a place that was sort of in between everyone coming from the West Coast and me coming from the East Coast. And then um, we didn't really do spreadsheets, which kind of surprises. Surprises me, Yeah did we? Did I? I think I might have had a personal spreadsheet to be
1: completely I would honest. expect that.
0: Right? I had a personal one if I didn't share it. And then um, we got the Airbnb and someone sort of took charge on that. And it was nice. Yeah, someone taking charge with a specific sort of, in a group, someone has to take charge of specific items. Like you just said, when we go on work, families, like some, no one really expects a lot. But like, Just making sure that, you know, people get to do what they want and people can lead where they want to. Yeah.
1: And with friend groups, it's a perfect example of no one has to plan everything, but everyone can plan something.
0: There was a spreadsheet. I'm actually going to share this spreadsheet in our show notes because it's really straightforward. I'm, now I'm like, there was, you know? <laughs> and we planned like each day that we were there, what we wanted to do. We did a day trip to Grand Can- the Grand Canyon. So we decided what day that was going to be. And next to all of the things, we also put a price. We put like how much that was actually going to cost so that everyone could budget there accordingly. We were like, oh, and we're going to do something fun. We sort of got – there was some tension around what we were going to do that was fun because we wanted to do a tour. So we were going to do a Jeep tour for a long time. We went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And we decided not to do the Jeep tour. And so we actually did the funnest thing on the trip that I'd done in forever.
1: We did a Segway tour. (laughs) You – Seem to have loved that portion of the trip. Because I remember was, going on about it.
0: I won't shut up. I wouldn't shut up about it. I actually did a blog post on this trip, which we'll link to as well. And there's this great boomerang of all of us on our <laughs> segues. And it was a really great bonding experience. But it was a fun thing that we planned ahead of time, right? That wasn't like a full day trip. Like, oh, on this one day that we have, can do whatever we want. We have this one other thing. But all, those two things are sort of like touchstones for the trip that we did plan. We're like, Grand Canyon this day. Yeah. You know? And then we had, like, a few things, like, what that meant. And then Segway Tour to this day. But then we had another sort of brainstorm list of, like, things to do, places to go. years Here's when we could possibly do them. Right? And we ended up doing so much. We sma- smashed so much into that trip and had a great time. There were points of tension, obviously, as they're always – are sometimes there's always that's not about travel there will be tension
1: oh absolutely like I, I
0: mean even when you're with anyway I think this is life there will be tension yeah
1: <laughs> and I think here's the thing about traveling it just it makes the tension happen happen faster and more acutely in my mind like and it doesn't matter who you're traveling with it doesn't matter how well you've traveled with them in the past it doesn't matter how much you love them it doesn't matter how much you like them at some point you are going to hate them on the trip
0: Yes. Um, I always say, like, a trip hasn't started until someone's cried. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't really let go until someone's cried. Um, and and I think it's just, you ha- like, as you said, like, you knew you wanted to do this podcast with me after that awful vacation we went on. Because in those moments of stress, we were still both kind to each other mm-hmm. and gave each other room to be whoever the fuck we needed to be at that time. Yeah. And I think that's key uh, planning a vacation, going on a vacation, having a successful vacation. Because while maybe that vacation we went on wasn't successful, we still did a lot. Yeah. We saw so many things. And we have these stories that are sort of hilarious. <laughs> and that why do why we do things in life other than to reminisce on them in a way that brings us joy? Yes. And while I didn't necessarily enjoy every moment of that trip or many moments of that trip – I can reflect on it and I'm really, it brings me joy how hilarious of a failure it sort of was.
1: Right? Like the value of that trip and I think what it taught us and what we got out of it wasn't that it was successful or relaxing, but it was a really good growing experience and really great for our friendship.
0: And with travel and vacations and, you know, going places, like getting out of your city and, you know, travel in general, adventures, you... Learn a lot about yourself in the process. You learn about how you like to plan your life, how you like to spend your life, what types of vacations you actually enjoy the most. You know, how, I mean, like I love adventurous vacations, but I can't, they can't all be adventures for me. Um, I can't have them all be adventures or I stop enjoying the adventures. Yeah. But through the process of planning vacations and going on them, you learn how to do them better.
1: Yes, I agree with that. And I think that's another thing, too. You can start small with vacations. Oh, my God, yeah. That is, not by the that. Way, that is not the way I went about it. Like, the first big trip I planned, like, for myself ever, or anything that, like, I put a lot of thought into, was two weeks of hiking around Scotland with my family, which was awesome, and then backpacking through Europe. And it was maybe a little – like, a great trip. But I could have started smaller, so –
0: Right. And I think that I grew up going on road trips. I grew up traveling because I was really lucky and blessed. Um, but I may not have known what, was, what went into doing that. Um, and lots of people don't, aren't, don't get to travel a lot. So I think just starting something like a weekend getaway in your own city or also acknowledging, even if you do these big trips all the time, that you are allowed to do small trips, like a weekend getaway in your own city, you know, along with
1: these big trips to sort of even them out. Yeah, and it's okay to try traveling with someone and not like to travel with them. That's the other thing. Like, right? It's yeah, I
0: know. We're gonna go on another vacation, right? Well, I know we are. We
1: need to go to the coast still. We we're talking about that. That's what
0: we decided to do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we're gonna do it again, and we'll share how that goes. Um, it would be but, funny if
1: we turn out to have horrible trips together always. <laughs> Just say,
0: <laughs> right? I mean, like it's a thing, but we could still be friends. Yes. Yes. I'd still be friends with you.
1: I know. I just feel like it would become inconvenient at a certain point, but who knows?
0: All right. So that's played in a Vacation. That's how we've done it, how we like it. You can check out the show notes, and we're so glad you listened.
1: As always. Thanks, you guys.
0: Oh, my God, Margaret. So when we first started this journey – I took over our Instagram, and I was like, I'm so excited. It's going to be curated and beautiful. And then I was like,
1: fuck this. Which I feel like we can throw out there that that is your love of Instagram in a nutshell, which is, (laughs) oh my God, it's going to be beautiful and curated and awesome, and then fuck this. But I love it. I love it. And we sort
0: of wanted to talk to you guys about how we're addressing that strategy right now because it's really actually important to us um, as we've started this project it's really important that we have an authentic voice with you guys at all times um, we and so our focus for this time being as you know I've sort of was feeling that our inst- my Instagram running of our Instagram didn't feel super authentic um, and so I stopped because I was like wait we need to discuss this and the focus of our our goals right now for the goal crush is is the podcast is recording is getting these episodes out to you bi-weekly on schedule with content that we feel like we can bring great um what would you like well i mean i think you
1: i think you hit it on the nutshell when you said authentic like to hit it on the nutshell i like that okay i didn't mean it exactly like that but that would be a great you said something (laughs) like i would normally say i like it i loved it (laughs) There you go. You guys heard Hit it it on the net show. We should use that. Yes, you. That's yeah. that would be the first time you've heard that. But it's gonna be on fleck now. <laughs> oh God, stop. Um, but I think that was the thing that we both wanted was to make sure that the podcast was the place where we were putting our energy and actually our effort because we have been having to learn new things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And when you start to put as much effort into curating in- Instagram. And as much as Which I – Which th- is work. It is work. Work. And well, one of the things Christy and I did when we started all of this and we'll talk about it sometime is we actually totally set up the like visual vibe that we wanted for the Gold Crush, you know, colors that mm-hmm. we use consistently.
0: I've actually shared that in the stories of our Instagram, but I'll go ahead and make it a post. Yeah, that's a good idea. Reference. We have a mood
1: board. Yeah, but and that's because both of us value the visual brand just in general and stuff like that. But I also think we started getting a little too married to it.
0: Yes, exactly. So moving forward, we want to sort of bring you into this because we appreciate you listening and we appreciate you following us. And we'd love to hear what you want to see. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be hopping into stories more often because that's where I shine. And and um, Margaret's be around. We're going to stick with like inspirational quotes. We do like that. Um, but if you wanted to go ahead and shoot us an email at hello at thegoalcrush.com or send us a DM at the thegoalcrush on Instagram. Um, let us know like what you like or comment on one of our posts. Um, it's not going to be all the time, but we just wanted to share with you that we are trying to find an authentic voice there and give you things that would help you manifest your goals and crush your goals in the long term because that's what we want to do. We want to enable you and inspire you and create a space where our people, our people are um, engaged with what we're doing.
1: Absolutely. And I think the other thing that we have always used Instagram for is, and this is what Instagram does naturally, it's a good place to document our goals, too. Yes. There are
0: I think that's something we're going to do. I just shared cross-stitch. I yeah. just shared the cross-stitch that I finished, finally, 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 that we mentioned last episode. So, you know, you want to share what we're doing in our daily lives in a meaningful way. And um, just to document it and share it in again an authentic way. Yes. So
1: I because think because we love this shit, and I think that's the thing is we're just going to be working on figuring out how to be more authentic in our presence on Instagram.
0: Yes. So speaking of Instagram, follow us. It's at the Gold Crush. Um, Go ahead and give us comments. Um, If you post on your um, thread anything you're doing that's a goal. If you do hashtag the goal crush, we would love to shout you out here to talk about what you're doing. You can also follow us on Pinterest.
1: Yes, you still doing that? I'm still doing it. I love Pinterest. (laughs) It's probably the only like social media thing that I'm avidly into. I don't know. I like pretty pictures. What can I say?
0: Right. And as always, you can check out our show notes on thegoldcrush.com. We're sharing sort of what we talk about, the outlines, and links to downloads. You can also listen to us on Spotify, where you can subscribe, and iTunes, where you can subscribe. And we'd love that if you would leave five stars, give us a review. We got a review.
1: I know. I saw that. It was extremely exciting. (laughs) Shout out to Hannah. I know
0: who left it. (laughs) I know the person, but also, also, okay, so I, all of my friends have been doing five stars, mm-hmm. but someone gave us two stars. I saw that too. And I got so excited. Right, hey, because it mean? looks real now. Because that means that someone doesn't know us, listen to our podcast.
1: <laughs> right, I was very proud of that two star, so whoever <laughs> left us that two star review, thank you so much. and if Thank you, you for listening, we appreciate the two
0: stars, the five stars, we, we love the five stars, and it really helps with the algorithm so I that know. new people
1: can find us. Yep. So, yeah, no, I was really proud of that two-star, too. So please, if you do like the <laughs> podcast or don't like the podcast, leave us a review. It's really helpful for us right now, and we really appreciate it.
0: We love you guys, and thank you so much for listening. Okay.
1: Bye. <laughs>